This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, November 11th. It's Veterans Day, Mark. Yeah, you're very connected to the veterans. Do you remember, when did you stop going down to visit veterans at the hospital? It's been quite a few years now. Probably, I'm thinking once my friend was discharged. So it's got to be, you know, 2012, 13. So that was Cammy. Yeah, yeah. So we had a, a colleague at CBS. What happened to her exactly, Mark? Tell the story. I don't remember it now. Well, she was a reporter and she was on an embed in Afghanistan and they were out on a patrol, and her vehicle uh, hit an IED, and it was bad, really bad. And the guy next to her was killed instantly, and she survived, thank God, but she lost one of her legs, and it was a long road to recovery. But she came back, and she came back to work, as a matter of fact, and yeah. she is pretty amazing, pretty remarkable. So, you know, it is Veterans Day. It's a good day to just sort of take a deep breath and think about the people who serve and those who have served, who are serving. I don't really care who it is you want to honor, but just take a moment today to think about that. And um, don't take those folks for granted because a lot of the people who do serve and have served have not just given up a lot of their physical time and energy for all of us, but in many cases, they've really gotten the blank beat out of them in terms of injuries and a lot of mental health issues. So how about you just take a moment, let's put some good, positive energy in the universe for the veterans of the United States. Well said. Thank you very much. So it is November. This is, by the way, one of those holidays that always drives people crazy because the stock market is open. And the bond market is closed. The key in life, if you are ever going to be a trader, is always to be a bond market trader because they have many more holidays than stock market traders and many more holidays than commodity markets traders. Young traders out there, take a look at the bond market, although it's a slightly boring market in many respects. But if you are a trader, um, you're soon to be replaced by a robot. So don't worry. You don't have a lot to do anyway. It's so weird, Mark, because, you know, we talked to that guy about um, index funds and the history of indexes. And after I went, he, he sent me this article about how the Chicago exchange closed. And really there's like the whole idea of trading the way I knew it growing up. And, you know, my dad was a trader on the American stock exchange. I was a trader on the floor of the commodities exchange. My godfather was a trader on the floor of the New York stock exchange. Like those whole ecosystems, they just don't exist anymore. It's like if I told somebody who's 35, who's a trader, what I did, they, I think they'd look at me crazy. I, the best I could do is say like, oh, well, go try to see if you can find trading places streaming somewhere. That's where you get the best idea of what I did for a living. 
it's kind of like journalism nowadays. The way it used to be, those days are long gone and dead. Yeah. Is it sad for you? Well, I'm glad I got to experience it. I got in early enough that I got to experience the way it used to be when people were still, not that this is a good thing and I hated it. People are actually still smoking in newsrooms. And, you know, <laughs> there were, you know, people could still have arguments and fights and you saw some chairs go flying in the air. That stuff, forget it. Nowadays, uh-uh, not happening. No, no, it's not. It is sort of like a weird time. You know, um, I my favorite story, of course, of like the old days was that when I was a trader on the commodities exchange uh, that, that I witnessed not just like a shoving match but someone getting headbutted, passing out, blood flying everywhere, and someone else being taken to the hospital. Like I saw what the actual headbutt, but I never knew what happened right after that because it got really busy. And so all I did was focus inward to the pit. I didn't look behind me where the actual where the headbutt incident had occurred. So that is why I have I I have a different appreciation for workplace safety. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's like the good old days, but they really were a lot of bad old days too. Eight women, 800 men, Mark. It wasn't pretty for me. I got to tell you, with, there, there are some really disgusting things I dealt with, but I'm now on the way other side of that. And I now get to do the most fun job in the world. I get to talk to real people about what's going on in their financial lives. And those real people, that's you guys. And if you have some sort of financial question that's on your mind, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click on the contact button, tell us what's going on, and we will be happy to help you out. Now, don't forget to let us know if you'll come on the air, because it's much better if you do. Today, we are talking to Heather, who's on the line from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Heather. How are you? Hi, Jill. I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. What's going on for you? We've been trying to think about investing further in some rental opportunities, but I just wanted to get a feeling for where we're at and mm-hmm. if that's the right move for us right now. Okay. So so tell us about the we. Who's the we? Is there a spouse? Yes. My husband and I, uh, we're both 36. And uh, what do you guys do for a living? So my husband is in, um, it's an IT merchandising situation for a big retailer Mm-hmm. Um, he's working right now. I unfortunately um, was laid off due to COVID last October, and I opted to stay home with our kids based on schools closing and mm. being a little bit unreliable. Um, I've taken a step out for the time being. How's that feel? Because you've probably been working for 10, 15 years. So how does that feel? I have been. Um, it's odd. I'm loving the time with the kids. However, um, I got my real estate license during the time that I've been out and I've just got the itch to kind of have something to do. And that's where the rental part is sparking. Got it. Got it. How how old are your kids? I've got a seven-year-old, a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Girl, Mark. (laughs) By the way, Mark complains about how hard it is to have one two-and-a-half-year-old. That's what he is. He has one child who's two-and-a-half, and and he complains like you cannot believe. Bitch, 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 bitch. And you have, I don't hear any bitching going on for this woman who's got three children under the age of seven, Mark. I think there's a bottle nearby. So how much does your husband earn? So his salary is 155, but where we really pick up is in bonuses and employee stock incentives. Typical year. Don't give me like a strange COVID year, but like sure. a typical year. What is it bonus? So he's bonusing about 60,000 a year and in stock grants, 
40000 a year, but by the time those typically vest, they're on a two-year vesting schedule, those usually work out to be about 75000 So we're vesting about seventy five k or more every year. That's well. great. Yeah. Wow. Tell us about his retirement plan options. Um, we just switched him into full Roth 401k. They just offered that this year. He's got a tradition, two traditional ones. We need to roll one over. Uh, but between the two traditional, he's got 215 in one, 85 in another. I have a rollover IRA of 131. And then we've got eight in his Roth 401k that we just started. Great. And is he putting 19500 into the Roth? Yes, we're maxing that with the employer match as well. Great. Anything else? Like, do you have some stuff started for the kids, for college? What do you got going? So we have um, another uh, post-tax stock account with 25000 in there. I've got some stocks that I just kind of wanted to buy um, that's sitting there. And then the kids each have a 529 in total, we're at about 54000 in there, more heavily loaded on the seven-year-old. You know, we're aiming to at least hit probably about eighty grand in each kid for college. You want to pay for a public or a private, do you think? I think public. We have really good in-state tuition options. Eighty should more than cover that as long as... Uh, as long as they have good grades. So here you are. You've got um, you've got a bunch of money saved, which is great. Other stuff going on too. I want to add in there. Tell me. That's what we have that's vested and sitting there. But then we also have a E Trade account for this the stock grants that keep coming. Mm-hmm. So right now there's 130 liquid mm-hmm. um, that's vested and ready to go. We have another 250 that's non vested that'll be vesting. In the next couple of years, 110 of that is vesting in April. Ooh, so yeah. we're going to have basically a quarter of a million bucks in right. whatever in the next six, seven months. But right. then it keeps coming because so 110 vests in April, but we get another 40 granted. And we're also doing the employee stock purchase plan. So we're buying $24,000 a year in that. Why do you do that? Because it's the 15% discount. And what if the stock goes down? Yeah, you know, and that's that's a factor for sure. But our goal is not to be leveraged heavily on this company. We have been selling off to do things periodically, but it's getting to the point where now with all these incentives that it's getting to be like, what do we do with this? We need to really start moving it. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You try to take money off the table when you can. Right. For example, in that $130,000 that's liquid, let's take that money. Let's pop that into your 529 plans and get everything. Let's top this off. You'll be done. The problem with it is it's heavily taxed. So what? gain to it. So? Yeah. What's wrong? Like, what, are you going to wait till tax rates go up? (laughs) I don't know. It's just... it's like ripping the Band-Aid off. I feel like these past few years, it's been high-earning years. Mm. And it's just like I hate taking even more taxes. Can I out you uh, about your former profession? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you can. 
Okay. So <laughs> let me just out Heather. She's a CPA. So now what you're supposed to say to me is, of course, I know I have to pay those taxes. Yeah, I know I do. I know. I know you don't want to. I don't. <laughs> Wait a second. So let's just look at this, though. I think that what I, I, I'm guessing, one of the reasons you don't want to do this is because even though you're in the 15% capital gains rate. We're getting the additional tax. You're, uh, you're going to get, right? You're going to do the 3.8% Medicare. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. But honest to God, 18.8%. So mm-hmm. what? It's it's cheaper than your when your your highest ordinary tax bracket. And yeah. why should we presume that 15 is going to be your bracket forever? I mean, you could start making more money and then all of a sudden you'll be in the 23.8%. Well, that was part of the factor of me not going back to work. It was just a matter of um, when I was working, it was almost between the tax impact of it and then childcare. And then mm. it was just ridiculous. How much were you making? I was making 100 all right, here's what I'm going to say. Mark, are you with me in, in taking some money and paying the 18.8%? Yes, 100%. 100% is right. Mark is as uh, wise as I am because I'm going to, like, now I'm going to just lecture you the way you would lecture <laughs> me as a CPA, which is, are you a donkey? There's two things that can happen that can hurt you. Number one, you will lose dollar for dollar if the stock goes down. Sure. And number two, rates could go up. So why are we not taking the money off the table? Yeah. So let me ask you about this real estate then. Okay. Let's do it. Our primary residence wasn't going to touch anything with that. We um, are saying we just moved recently. We've got a $270,000 mortgage on the property, probably about $750,000. So that one's just kind of let it ride. We have also a rental and it's an Airbnb. And that one... The value of it's about $230,000, and I have a $23,000 mortgage on it. That's it? That's it. So I was going to pay that off, and I kind of did something silly a few years ago. I put a big chunk of money on the mortgage on that property when I was trying to figure out a similar situation, what to do with this money, right? Mm -hmm. So I paid it down, and then I'm like, why am I doing that? Because that's actually tax deduction. (laughs) Right, exactly. I'm actually in the process, I just started it this week, of refinancing that mortgage, you know, so I can get the tax deduction again. Mm -hmm. So I'm also going to be pulling out about $100,000 on that property and having roughly $130,000 mortgage on it. So I'm going to have about $100,000 liquid right there that I'd like to maybe buy some more properties with. Mm -hmm. Mark, I, I have a feeling I'm going to know. Mark, what what are you worried about in that game plan? Uh, I'm not. I feel like she already says she's got a realtor's license. So, I, I, you know, I'm assuming she knows what she's doing in this. You don't have a ton of money in retirement savings right now. However, you know, essentially you're going to save a lot of, I think that this brokerage account between the E-Trade account, the brokerage account, all that part of it, I think you're going to start racking up big money. Right. So I think that that's, I have the, you know, just given what you've said, you don't have huge expenses. I think that the first thing I would do is I would take the $130,000 of stock rents that's liquid. I Uh would bang it out and I would fully fund the 529 plans and be done, like absolutely be done. It is always harder than you think in the very beginning. So like do one at a time. And if something were to come up where you're like, oh my God, I have to do both. Or it's like two places next door. But like I can tell already as a CPA, you have a certain mindset, which is scorch the earth, run the numbers, do the, do, you know, make the right. due diligence like a huge part of what you do, which is great. You, you are going to really be 
hyper saving as long as you are diligent about selling the stock yeah. and reinvesting it and diversifying. And I think that the other aspect is you want to work. You want to have something to do. You'll be able to do this with control. You're right. going to be, you're the like CEO and CFO of the household. And also you will be able to create a really, I think, a nice business opportunity for yourself. And I think that the, you, you raise a really great issue for everyone else listening. You know, rental property works better when it's leveraged, when you actually are borrowing money to make it work. That means that you have less money that's on the table. Your return on your investment will be higher, presuming things go up. And um, I think that you're also smart enough to realize that in managing these properties, you have to really pay attention to the record keeping and the management. You know, I like that you moved to the Roth for your husband. I love that you're saving a lot of money. I just want to be clear that, you know, I'm going to say one last time, and that is that please, please, please be disciplined. Pretend you are your client. Whenever you give advice to somebody, and you usually give the advice that's like the fiduciary response. You give them the advice that's in their best interest, right? Right. You would never let somebody have a bunch of money that is available and have it sit out there at risk simply for a tax purpose. That's just yeah. not a smart thing. Yeah. No, you're right. It just started piling in faster than anticipated. They just kept upping the incentives and just... How dare they? Mark, I have the episode title, Help, I'm Drowning in Company Stock. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have your estate documents done? We do. We do. And life insurance? You got some life insurance? Yeah, I think I need to up that a little bit. We're only at 500K. You're young and you're healthy, so I'd have a million for sure. And the last question is, do you feel comfortable managing all this yourself? In other words, you've got an account with a stock grant. E-Trade is now owned by Morgan Stanley. Someone at Morgan Stanley is going to like knock on your door and say like, hey, we could give you advice, but can you do this yourself? Yeah, I feel confident doing it myself at this point. Great. Perfect. Then do it. If you, like Heather, want to become a real estate baron or baroness, I like Baroness. You know why I think of, ba- when I say the word Baroness, you probably are not going to get this, Mark, but I think of The Sound of Music and I think of uh, The Baroness, you know, that that was, oh, whatever, you're not going to know any of this, forget <laughs> it. Anyway, uh, if you like The Baroness, would like some help figuring out your next endeavor, this is really what Heather's all about. She's doing her next thing. Or you've got a bunch of company stock and you want to figure out how to get a game plan for using that money to fund what you want to do, just hop onto our website. It's jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button. We'll get your note. If you want to come on the air, just say, I'll come on the air and Mark will do the rest. Don't forget when you're on the website, just bookmark it because that contact button will always be there. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter and you can follow the Ion Money podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. If you wouldn't mind... We would love for you to leave a rating or a review at Apple. You can do that. That would be lovely. Thank you very much. Mark Telercio, our executive producer, CFP, fantastic human being. And we are distributed by the fine folks at Viacom CBS. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Please lift someone up today and think about this. This is our mantra, curiosity, compassion, community. That's what we're all about here at Eye and Money. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. 
If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.